<laughs> um, I'm gonna do a thing really quick, and you can tell me if you like it or if you don't, and then we can trade off doing it if you like it. I'm scared. Let's do it. This is the uh oh feeling. Oh. This is this is a Survivor podcast. We tell each other survival stories while surviving bad drinks. Oh <laughs> Want to do intros? I think we should probably start. I mean, it's episode eighty-four. I do think we might want to just, like, give the gist of the podcast. <laughs> we do we do stories, we drink bad drinks. That's it. That's it. Sometimes we have guests. Yeah. That's the other thing. Hi. Really? You guys have guests? That's news to me. Yeah, surprise. This is Rhett. Hi. Hi, Rhett. It's been a while. It has. It's um, been a while. It's been, been a while. while. Um, yeah, Rhett, you were on our 50th. Yes, yes. It was. We drank too much Malort on that one. Well, I have good news and bad news. Uh, Because of the pandemic, I haven't been able to go back to Illinois, so I am out of Malort. But I'm going to be so real. That's why you're on here. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, Quick question before we move on. So if they don't have Bartok and they don't have Rasputin (laughs) in the musical for Anastasia, what the fuck do they have? The Bolsheviks. No, are you kidding me? It's just the revolution is the villain? The general of the revolution who is like hunting down Anastasia to finish... The job, basically. So are you telling me... His name is Gleb, and I love him. Wait, his name is Gleb? Yeah. G-L-E-B, Gleb. Gleb. And, and he's not like a gremlin from D&D. No. Like he's just... No, he's a very attractive man. <laughs> oh. Who is very him. conflicted in his life. Okay. Um. Okay, I mean, I guess if you say so, I'm just Concernicus. I do say so. I, I, so there's no... They don't sing the evil song? No. Is there they a... have other songs. Well, the Diva can... flows. Genuinely suck my dick. They can suck my dick. No, I'm... it's really good. <laughs> and then I kick her, sir. And then I kick her. Like, that doesn't happen <laughs> no. in the musical. No. And that's genuinely just the but saddest the thing I've ever heard. Slap. No. I mean, I believe that, but also, like... I... Yeah. I'm sad. Hey, what are we drinking? Prosecco! <laughs> Thank you. That was amazing. Um, yeah. Birthday Prosecco. Birthday Prosecco. Yes. Birthday gift. Should I open it? From Tall. Well, it was actually a gift from Cat, that one. Oh, okay. A gift from Cat. <laughs> now a good time yeah. to open this. I love yeah. it. Let's open it. Um, We're making our guest open it because we were both I afraid to do it. I am scared of things that pop. Yeah. Same. It's weird that you filled your house with balloons then. Yeah. Also <laughs> fair. <laughs> Has anyone popped yet? No. So Bam Bam's okay. Bam Bam's okay. Thank Christ. All he's, I want is for him to be okay. He still loves the balloons. He still plays with the balloons. Oh. There <laughs> Got it. All right. <laughs> um, thank you for pouring that. Yay. Um, so, hey, are you ready? Did we decide? I think you do go first. I'm going first. Either way, we're just going to have you go first. <laughs> I'm excited about it. I'm also worried because you said something about Reddit, which scares the fuck out of me every time you yeah, do Yeah, I'm it. going a little old school of, like, mini survival stories, sharing a topic. Uh-huh. Tell me, Taylor, have you ever been on a cruise? No, the fuck no. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. I have. I have. Two mm-hmm. cruises. Oh, all right. I don't know if I would like a cruise, guys. Just saying. They're not well, for me. You are a nowhere person. I am. This is, is going to probably reinforce a little bit of the nowhere person. <laughs> I'm going to talk about 
you know, what if you fall off a cruise ship? What if you did do that? Like, not everybody survives. No! What? No! Of course but not! some people do! Um, okay, that, that's actually the least believable thing that I've ever heard you say. Okay, how tall is a cruise ship? It's tall, right? It depends right? Like, on the cruise ship, yeah. but it's very fucking tall. They're, yeah. like, stories tall. See, that's mm-hmm. fucked up. And then you're hitting the water, and the water's, like, gotta be, like, concrete. Like, yeah. very, very cold concrete. Yeah. yeah. How do people survive that? Do they do a sick dive? No. Do a flip. <laughs> do, they do, a, they do a flip, and they make it. I actually do have a story about this, so <gasps> share oh. your little thing. I yeah. have a side story. Oh, Lord. Okay, this is fun. All right. Okay. I'm scared. So we're going to talk about a couple different ways that people have fall gone. off of cruise ships. Yeah. Oh God. So let's go to the middle of August, mm-hmm. 2018, mm-hmm. before the panorama. There was a British woman traveling to Venice aboard the Norwegian Star mm-hmm. who fell from the deck into the Adriatic Sea. How fucking dumb do you? Her name was Kay. <laughs> Kay Longstaff. Mm. She was in the water for 10 hours. No, 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 no. No. Before she was rescued. No. 60 yeah. miles off the shore of Croatia. Now, let, let me just ask that, because the Adriatic Sea... It's cold! Yeah. And the boat just keeps going. Yeah. So she's and just... It, <laughs> and much like a tree that falls in the woods, mm-hmm. if there's nobody around, does anyone hear it? Does anyone make a spell? I actually think yeah. it's, um... If there's no one around to hear it, did it happen? And I think this woman would argue <laughs> that it it, it happened. <laughs> so, it did happen is the thing. She was hospitalized, but uh-huh. she didn't suffer any physical injuries. Oh, good. Just stressed. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, okay. I'm sorry. Ten out. Did she? Was she just doing the hand thing where you tread yeah, water yeah, and just skull your hands? Doing, doing great. Doing great. Dead man's clothes. Ten hours. She was physically fit from doing yoga, and she reportedly sang to stay alive. Okay. Charm the fish. I love it. Exactly. Get the fish on your side. And Get the dolphins to hold you up. Had yeah. it not been in August, <laughs> oh yeah, she would have died within two hours because the water would have been dramatically colder and a lot choppier sure. as tides change and oh god yeah so she was just lucky it was just like not kill you it instantly was cold. the literal perfect time to fall overboard that also seems like still though 10 hours in the water you're still getting some form of hypothermia absolutely but she was very physically fit and she kept her muscles going and her body humming yeah. That's incredible to be able to maintain that level of movement to not sink or, like, be doing floats and, like, alternate between mm-hmm. that for ten hours. I can't tread water for more than, like, five minutes without being like, I'm so fucking tired. Well, let's talk oh about someone God. who was in the water for a little longer. No! It's still August. <laughs> but let's go back to 2016. Mm-hmm. And a woman from Shanghai was traveling from Japan to China via Royal Caribbean. Short trip. Took a how, stroll. How are you going to fuck this up? very easy. Went for a walk. <laughs> never came back. Oh no. More than a hundred volunteers searched the vessel. Hmm. They couldn't find her, so everyone just assumed she was dead. Oh god. Like, they were just like, ah, she's gone. Whatever. Two <laughs> days later, she was spotted floating in the East China Sea. Two yeah. days? Yeah. Two full days? She fell overboard trying to peer over the edge to look at the water. Stop trying to peer over the edge to look at the water, guys. <laughs> Never. And she managed to stay afloat for 38 hours. Oh my god. Even falling asleep while floating. 
Wow, that's really impressive. Like, I that's mean, some big Jesus take the wheel, I'm just gonna float. Right. I guess. Gonna, Bye. I'm just gonna take a nap right here. Yeah. How, how often do you wake up because just, like, a little water goes up your nose and you're like, whoops, oh, fuck, sink in there well, for a second. let's talk about what might have woken her up. Okay. Oh, oh, no. oh, no. I don't like this. <laughs> I feel like assaulted a by a story like right now. <laughs> so, the fisherman who found her said she was pretty okay. Like, she was in stable condition. Yeah. Um, she just had some minor injuries to her arms. From jellyfish stings. Oh, no. Oh, no. Were they the pretty ones? I don't know. They I don't just say. That's what I want to know. <laughs> it's just, you know, when you're... I feel like that makes it better. Sometimes when you're free-floating <laughs> yeah. in the China Sea. I, I guess I don't picture jellyfish being up close to the surface. Some of them are. Why. Some mm. of them are. They're just out really fucking far. Mm. So you're not really going to cross paths with them unless you're... you fall overboard on a fucking cruise ship or your sink ships. <laughs> did did they say, like, how far, like, she was from, like, the cruise ship's, like, journey? Because I would be mm. interested to know, like, how far she drifted. Yeah. Oh, that's a good... That's interesting, because there's no way she's just staying completely right. still. absolutely not. Not with waves and... She could have absolutely ended up somewhere sleeping. worse or something. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, sleeping, you wake up and you're like, See, I'm just, well. <laughs> I'm just thinking about, like, how I sleep, which is a lot of tossing and turning. <laughs> so it would be a thing of, like, every 20 minutes me just trying to roll over. Oh, no, And then realizing. Bad. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> Water up my nose. <laughs> just choking. Uh, let's see. Because it doesn't really say. Sure. Mm. It would probably be just a hard thing to be like, this is where she fell overboard. That she <laughs> right. was not where they were. Yeah. And she technically hit the water from falling six stories. Fuck. Wow. There's a, that's like, what is terminal velocity? Like, when do you reach that? How high up? Because, like, that feels pretty fucking close. I understand that, like, the water isn't actually concrete, so it's but it different. Feels like it. Yeah. It's gotta be, there has to still be, like, a height of terminal velocity into water. And I'm just shocked that... So, terminal velocity takes about 12 seconds to reach, which covers 450 meters. Mm. So, if we look at... Let's do some quick physics. Oh, oh if no. we look at the average height of a building... <laughs> Are you just Googling average height of a building right Shut now? Shut up. <laughs> I fucking love you. That's how you know this podcast is by millennials. Google will and can solve everything. So, a story in a residential structure is t 10 feet usually... But commercial buildings average 12 feet. Okay. So, the tallest cruise ship is 238 feet tall above the waterline. That seems dumb as fuck. So, that would kill you, you instantly. Well, you wouldn't hit terminal velocity falling from that. Really? Wait, okay, so what no, is the, what's the math? No, because it's 450 meters, oh. which is about 1,500 feet. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, so that's like you die instantly no matter what, almost. Like, your bones are jelly. The terminal velocity, yeah. 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 The one, Yeah. But then, like, okay... You probably could still die much lower, yeah. but it's not a foregone conclusion. Right. It's right. possible to stay alive. Right. And if you're a cat, um, that might not apply to you at all. Yeah. If you're a cat, why are you in this situation? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, no wonder you jumped overboard. <laughs> Is it stupider that a cat might be on a cruise ship than that somebody on a cruise ship just goes, oh, let me look at the water that thing that is the only thing I can see for days and days. Let me just look really close to okay. the Let me lean the fuck over and stare out. at the same shit. I feel called <laughs> out because it's beautiful. All right. But near the... Why... Like, would you be caught just, like, leaning the fuck over the side, like... 
Well, Are you kidding me? No, let's I mean, talk I'm about scared idiots. Of fights, so. <laughs> okay, then no. That's good for you, though. Yeah. You'll never die like that. Hopefully. I hope so. <laughs> I'm well, assuming. No. It would be the worst part. Yeah. Let's, let's... Bad Cruise, one star. Died on it. <laughs> Do not recommend. <laughs> so, in 2007, a pair of 20-year-olds on spring break... Fuck. Mm-mm-mm. Allegedly tried mm-hmm. to reenact the King of the World scene from Titanic. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> that will just get you kicked off of a cruise ship. Well, they like, didn't they... get kicked off because they fell. Oh yeah. my god. That's the thing. That Rose should be dead. Rose should be dead way before the end of that movie because yes. she spends so much time hanging off the side of the ship. But like these guys, oh no. So they were in the Gulf of Mexico mm. for about four hours. Neither of them froze to death because it's the Gulf of Mexico. Good for them. But apparently, <laughs> oh, no. I'm I'm so worried right now. So the guy was naked. But he took his clothes off after falling, saying it was helping him swim. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, like, that is not the reenactment that you think it is if you're <laughs> naked when you're trying to yeah. do it. Did yeah. You, did you see this in a porno version yes. of Titanic? Exactly. I think you only saw the porn version of Titanic and you had no idea. Is it also, like, also, really long? It's also named Titanic. Yeah, it's just called Titanic, but it's about a dong. Titanic dick. And if you get it on VHS, it is two VHS links. <laughs> It's a very long porn. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. Thank you so much for letting me be on your birthday podcast, Emily. It's very good. <laughs> I regret everything. You don't. You love us. September 2nd. Yes. 2009. Mm. Wait, so how did those other two die? They didn't. <laughs> oh, I thought they did. Oh, oh shit. No. Oh, oh, God. Okay. No, talk, they made it. So oh, we good. talk about Survivor? <laughs> yeah, but I also, I also <laughs> thought that... I also thought that we you were going to. <laughs> I also thought you were gonna do like, hate your people who are dumb oh, and didn't. No, survive. they're dumb. True. You're right. They just they, they didn't go that deep okay. into the Titanic okay. reenactment. <laughs> one of them did not find a door and then make sure the other one didn't right. get on it. <laughs> right. I'll never let go, Kevin. <laughs> well, that wasn't in the porn version. It's too sad. No. Well, I mean, you're not paid to let go in the porn version. Do they fuck on the door in the porn version? <laughs> probably. <laughs> they probably do, right? How buoyant is that door? Like, are they in the Dead Sea? <laughs> I, that's the problem, is, like, they, they prove on Mythbusters that the door's not buoyant enough to hold both of them. That's why she can't let him up there. However, porn version... Porn version is it's a whole damn, like, yacht. <laughs> no, she falls overboard. The but she's wearing down. all white. She's oh my wearing God. all Absolutely. white. Absolutely. Hanging on to a door, half dead. She gets rescued by this rich yacht dude <laughs> who, like, pulls her up. And then they, like, just have sex everywhere on the yacht. Like, everywhere yeah. you can think on the yacht. Meanwhile, people in, like, lifeboats are just, like, <laughs> floating by. <laughs> people, people are in the water screaming for help, and they're just, they can't hear him because no. they're fucking too loud. She's a screamer. <laughs> She's a screamer. <laughs> All right, now that I'm going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> second. 2009. Uh-huh. Sorry, I'm just imagining every fucking time they have sex, she does the hand on the window. <laughs> there's no window around them, but somehow there's a window. There's always a window, and it's always fucking steamy. And she's... 
<laughs> no, you know what? It cuts back to the same footage every time. It does. Every time. Exactly they didn't they didn't film it. No, they have times. to alternate because there's a shower door at some point. Oh, oh yeah, sure, you're right. Because he's rich, he has a glass shower door. What if it's a real close up of it so it could be anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> it's always the same. I love this. But they'd have to do it like her hand and then his hand because like And then just like and then like tits. Like <laughs> Yeah, and then Tits. We're not both hands and then tits. Because the whole point of that hand is like hand. the subtlety and like the porn isn't subtle. Porn so it's really weird. just like a dick slapping against a window. <laughs> I mean, or we can go the other route of it's two ladies and you've got this empowered female yachtress. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> yachtress. Is that, that the is... owner of a yacht? Yes, that is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a a yachty yen. <laughs> or they could get really kinky and it's a yacht couple. Sure. Or it turns oh, somehow they rescue other people and it turns into an orgy. I that's guess. exactly what. No, yeah, you're right about that. Options. They mm-hmm. only save the hot people. Absolutely, that's what happens. You write when you write, you write. Anyway, I'm sorry. Anyways, September second, two thousand nine. A couple. <laughs> we're arguing on the balcony of their stateroom. Idiots. The carnival sensation stateroom. Which, I was on a carnival cruise. The staterooms are expensive. Oh. If you're arguing, why the fuck are you on a cruise? Keep that Anyways. shit in your cabin at the very least. People don't need to hear that. Fuck you. Everybody well, they were. Vacation. They were in their cabin. Yeah. Oh. They were in their cabin, but Yeah, they had their... a balcony. Well, yeah, but, like, stay inside. Dumbasses. No, no. Well, we'll get to that. Oh, shit. So, he was 34, is, was, at this time, 34. <laughs> Again. Now he's old as fuck. He, he doesn't die. Thank you. I appreciate that warning. Yeah, we should just warn you every time. Just to make sure. 100%. This one's going to be alive. Hey, no one dies in this one. (laughs) He threatened to jump, and the woman tried to call his bluff by saying, go ahead. No. Well, he didn't want to be called a liar by his wife. So he jumped. No, no, no. Nope. From the sixth floor of the cruise ship. So... So six stories again about, but then also like whatever it is from the yeah. deck to the water. Yeah. So that and then that—that's a long way, probably. Yeah. yeah. You said you've been on a carnival, right? Yeah. So you are those really tall boys? Yeah. So Usually. that's um I can't believe him. That seems like you hate your significant other so much to be able to look down at hundreds of feet below you. There is like icy cold water. Just be like. Fuck you. You know what? I am gonna do it. And then, like, just leap. Just leap. Well, other people <laughs> heard the argument and then heard him jump. Yeah. And started throwing life preservers down to him. Good. Deeks. And, uh, they called for help. So angry right now. 90 minutes later, he was picked up oh. about 28 miles east of Port St. Lucie <laughs> in Florida. Um, by the crew of the Disney Wonder. Hey. Oh, so just like a totally separate cruise ship. It was like Currents are strong, yo. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that one didn't... tiny body. That one didn't have his wife on it, so maybe he was happy. Maybe it was yeah. better. He get to He's finish out that cruise. swimming away from the ship. Yeah. I, I gotta say, those Disney cruises, pretty good. Pretty good? Traumatizing for the kids, but pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Just don't bring children on cruises. That yeah. sounds like it would suck. Yeah, it does. <laughs> they usually have, like... Kid zones or like teen mm. yeah, they segregate the kids really it's well. It's true, except there's, for in the pool. There's yeah. a teen area. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 
Fuck where yeah. all the moody kids go. Yeah. Yes, uh, so that they can't ruin your good time. Yeah. That's what I want. I want to be either one of those kids, or I want to be separated from them. It depends on how I feel that day. I don't want to have to see any teens. Exactly. They make me sad. <laughs> I don't want to be reminded of my own mortality, <laughs> and the fact that I used to suck like they do. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, there's also, like, usually sections by the pool that are, like, adult-only yeah. sections. Um, they usually have, like, an adult-only pool. So I can say yeah, fuck. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so you well, can you swear say your heart's delight. Yay. But he was rescued, and the U.S. Coast Guard explained why he survived. Mm-hmm. So two things his saved his life. Warm. He knew how to swim. Seems like it. And hold on to hope. And he was wearing a white t-shirt beneath a full moon. Oh, oh good. Yes. And they could see him. Yeah. That's very good. He held on to hope that he would never see his wife again. Let's all <laughs> let's all just be clear well, here. You know, sometimes a dip in some cold water can fix some things. Because he was apparently smiling when they picked him up. Because he's even though he'd wife. been suffering from severe depression. He's and away he, from his wife. That woman was killing him. <laughs> he regretted jumping. Okay. Good. I'm uh-huh. very he, glad that he regretted it. Did he finally? He got in the water and was like, "I understand what I've been doing wrong." Yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> wow, amazing. Okay. So, this one's weird. Love it. Um, I'm it? sorry. It, I thought we were getting weird with almost all of them at this Cruise point. Cruise critics, staff <laughs> writer. Oh, God. Joyce Gleason Adamides. Nice. Was a cruise connoisseur. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, she writes about cruises, so I guess yes. she's been on a few. She's been a ship staff member Ooh. and the wife. Of a celebrity cruise captain. Mm. So she had she, some stories. She's met some cast. celebs, I'm sure. Yes. That's fun. Some cruise ships. So, celebs. Ugh, yeah. yeah, right. The ones who would go on cruise ships. <laughs> so she talks about a 1992 incident that like uh. didn't hit the major news outlets. Oh, dish that but, gosh. Yes, yeah. please. Aboard the legendary Britannis. Ooh. The captain noticed an 18-year-old passenger acting strangely and started talking to him. When he figured out, like, hey, the kid's not okay, he's not thinking straight, the captain grabbed him, but the passenger pulled away, ran, and then leapt over the railing. (gasps) Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, my God. So, lifeboats went out to find him. They found him, luckily, because it was a calm sea. Sure. In Norway. That took way too long for my brain to do. They said Norwegian, and I'm like, which Norwegian. one's that? <laughs> Smooth brain. Norway. <laughs> Love it. So, Listen, okay. I'm but a he... nowhere person. <laughs> yeah, we know. So am I. I believe in you. But, again, full moon. Yeah, don't let it be a new moon. You, gotta you are time fucked. it out. Yeah, you do. Check the moon cycles. Good mm. to know. And it had turned out the man had both both consumed drugs and alcohol, and believed that the ship was in the midst of a mutiny. Yeah, no, that that tracks. Also, before I continue, mm-hmm. some of the things I haven't really talked about any survivors of it, but booze cruises. So a lot of the, like, carnival and everything has wristbands that you can buy, both alcoholic and non-alcoholic, 
um, which is basically like unlimited drinks or like you can drink a lot and they pour heavy. Oh, okay, sure. They they're meant to get you drunk. Yeah, they're cool with and that. And then they send you out out into the the ship world, where you can try and look over railings <laughs> while drunk and pretend to do the king of the world. Yep. That just seems like a bad idea, actually. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Um. Nobody's just somebody just needs to be walking, like the length of the ship. Like, no, hey, you're gonna need more than one somebody. It's a very long <laughs> ship. Like, <laughs> Like seventeen somebody's, yeah. you know the people who walk the river in lacrosse or <laughs> meet them on cruise ships. Yes, yeah. Sure. I I don't know if they do this anymore, but you've I... heard that so many people have yes. walked into the river that they used to have river patrols. Yeah. Um, to turn literally to turn people around after bar time because they just thought they were going home and they were wrong about it. Yeah. Like that's how people have well and died like, here. At so. night, especially when the river's high, it just looks like pavement. Oh, yep. Sure. Yeah, and when you're just sort of when it's a blind calm. fucking drunk, yeah. you think. Yeah. You honestly think. Yeah. I have talked to somebody who really was like, no, I, I almost walked into the river. That was almost Holy me. Shit. Yeah, and I'm like, because I've always been like, how the fuck did you actually get to that point? People do it. People do it all the time. We need people like that on booze cruises, because what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> we need people like that on booze cruises, and we need to also instill not leaning over the edge. Just stop leaning over the side of tall stuff. Just stop leaning over the side of tall stuff. There's observation decks. Go to the back of the ship. You can see so much water. That's true. So much water. Water everywhere. There we go. Literally everywhere. It's like you're out to sea. I don't know. Yeah, there. We fucking solved it. You don't need to see the water right next to the ship. You're in the water. It is kind of of cool. Like, because the way, like, and Emily, correct me if, if you have a different experience, but, like, the cool thing about, like, being on a cruise ship is that it gets really wide. Mm. And so, like, when you look down, you don't see, like, the waves, like, the white crests from sure. where you're, where the boat is cutting through the water. And so, like, I always just thought it was really cool to see the water against the boat. I but see. Just, so, you, you know, so people have to lean far over in order to be able to see that. No. Is what we're saying. No. <laughs> don't. Okay. You can hold on and bring your head forward. Yeah, I mean, sure. you don't, have, you don't to, have to like hike yourself up sure. so your hips are on the yeah. railing. So dumbasses, dumbasses just believe you might need to. I'm gonna start carrying a harness with me next time I go on a cruise, so <laughs> Listen, I can like, latch just... myself onto the onto just... the bar, and then I can do that. That just could get, be the move. I can Gym. gymnastics my way over. <laughs> get the backpack leash. Oh yeah, yeah. Make Liz carry the backpack yeah. leash. I think yeah. you could full on rose in the first half of Titanic if you had one of those. You no, could just stand on the breed. outside. That's yeah, not encourage no, that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. I'm as I said, scarified. So oh, yeah, you yeah no, that's good. You're right. I don't I have to worry about this you. Up. <laughs> Uh-huh. So I could talk about this next one. <laughs> oh. October. Oh, God. 2012. What are you, the guy from the dollop? <laughs> <laughs> I could be. That's true. I'm the other guy from the dollop. Chaotic and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. In October. <laughs> 2012. 31-year-old Sarah Kirby took a tumble. Off of the Carnival Destiny, and uh-huh. fell 100 feet into that's, the ocean. That's a lot of feet. That's many of those. Hitting a life raft on the way down because that's something that hasn't happened yet. Oh, You're right. Because oh. there are life rafts hanging over yes. the side. Right. They Too bad really, it didn't just catch her. They really learned after the Titanic. <laughs> yes, we got extra. <laughs> sure, do got a lot of them. 
Um, she's quoted as saying, I remember leaning over the balcony to look at the side of the ship. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I knew, I was in the water. I mean, I mean, I can't imagine letting yourself, letting your center of gravity get that far over on a well, fucking cruise ship. I hate people so here's the thing. much. Here's the thing. She was pushed. The quote. No! <laughs> It was murder all it's, along. It's a capital M for murder. Well, you're both wrong because she was drunk. Capital D. <laughs> she was rescued, luckily, um, but she did end up suing Carnival for over-serving her. Okay, goddamn. And God then for damn. not rescuing her quickly enough. Hey, bartenders, that's why this shit gets serious. You're liable instantly. You get, like, a fine at the very you least. You could lose your license. Oh, yeah. The bar could lose their liquor license. I don't know how that works on cruise ships. The cruise ship just can't serve alcohol anymore, and that would be, <laughs> like, a, ship a learns, revolt. The cruise ship loses its terrible. license. It lose its license in the middle of a cruise, yeah. and, like, there's just a mutiny on board. Yeah. <laughs> the staff and the guests yeah. all yeah. fighting as yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> God. So... She said she was in the water for like 90 minutes. That's still Everybody a lot. else says it wasn't that long. Well, it might have felt longer to her, but. Drunk she... and cold. Yeah, right? I imagine your sense of time is not the best. Right? I think also, that person like, in there for two days, it probably felt like a fucking week. You don't know. <laughs> like, it's like forever. The ability to swim when drunk takes so much coordination. Yeah. Mm hmm. And we have all been drunk at this table. Gee, some more recently Some of others. us recently. <laughs> That's a lie. I was hungover this morning. I was going to say, like, all of us drank yesterday, so. Yeah. <laughs> I did not get drunk. Mm. I did. I cried at my table for two hours for no reason. Just because. I love you so much. I hope you're good. No, I'm very good. I hope you it felt was, better. It was therapeutic. Yeah. Thank you for asking. There you go. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say I got drunk. I pulled myself back from the brink of being very buzzed. I was getting an injection headache, so. Mm. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I just drank my Gatorade and lived my life. That's legit. Proud of you. So proud. Yeah. After eating so many chicken nuggets. Oh my god. I Maybe it was I, the chicken nuggets that destroyed you on the inside. Your brain was like, the nugs though. We ate Nugget 60 hangover. chicken nuggets between three people. Yes, yeah, 60 chicken nuggets between three people. Um, And Emily had 16 of them, so Kat and I had 22 chicken I've nuggets heard, each. I've heard about these nuggies. Um, it's um, too many. 22, we discovered too many. Kat disagrees. I I think slightly too many. Well, Kat is a bottomless pit. That is true. I always thought I kind of am too... Uh, 19 nuggies is really where it ends. The sweet spot. Me. Yeah, it's the sweet spot, I think. Also, 10 out of 10 recommend the, like, the new hot sauce from McDonald's. Heck yeah, it was good. Anyway. Quote. <laughs> Quote. 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 I'm coming to in the middle of the water, and there's no ship around, and it's a total, total darkness. Fuck. That was from Tim Sears. That I sounds like shit. I would not watch that movie. No. He no. <laughs> fell off of the Carnival Celebration cruise ship. A lot of Carnival cruises. Lot carnival of... and, like, the Norwegian cruise yeah. line. A lot of people getting over-served on those, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> is that the problem? Disney won't be over-serving you. <clears throat> they don't feel like the litigation is worth it. <laughs> Dis Disney charges for alcohol. You don't yeah. You don't get, like, okay. alcohol. Okay, yeah. that's fair. You can't pay, like, 200 bucks for a wristband and then yeah. drink to your heart. That's fair. Right. That's, a fam that's a family affair yeah. as opposed to a booze cruise. Yeah. Um, so, last thing he remembered is looking for his friends in the casino, and then he said he was drunk, mm. 
but he didn't think he was blackout drunk. Sure. Nobody does. My Tell you dude. what might make you black out. <laughs> well, like, that's the thing is he doesn't remember falling overboard. Like, so he may have been blackout before. He may have been blackout, but he God. came to in the water, in the ocean, with no shoes or pants. I recall things after blacking <laughs> out. That's the worst ever yeah. way to come to. I've never heard anything worse than that. That's awful. And no pants, he was no in the water. What have I done on so many levels? <laughs> he was in the water for 17 hours. Oh, wow. Sunburned. Drunk. Hungover. In salt water. I, yeah, that I'm, sounds awful. I was thinking yeah. about that, like how sunburned must those people be who spent multiple days in the water? Just uh-huh. on the parts, like their faces, the tops and of like, their heads must and be. like the reflection. Oh my god. The water magnifying. Yeah. Yes. The only time I've ever been sunburned is from snorkeling that in Australia. That's the only yeah. fucking time I've and ever it's been definitely sunburned. The reflection of the yeah. water. Yes. Because yeah. then it and hits it was the parts... back of my calves. It hits sure. parts it doesn't normally yeah. hit, and you're, that part of the, your skin is not like used to it and oh god yeah Yeah. you're right that sounds fucking terrible (laughs) he was rescued by a foreign cargo ship that was heading to texas Mm. and he made a full recovery but he still like this was in 2003 and he still has no idea wow just not even anything like my guy from last time except this guy was just drunk about it yeah 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 you're not gonna remember bud sorry you didn't store those memories. <laughs> and you know what? Honestly, probably for the best. Wish you were blackout for all of it. Yeah. That probably would have been better. Legitimately. This poor guy. Although he <laughs> ended up basically in Texas rather than California, so. Yeah. <laughs> he only went partway. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. Jesus. That's it. I fucking, um, I, uh, look, I love that. I hate that there's so many of yeah. them. That's there the were problem. more. I didn't read all of them. No. That's fair. Stop and there were ships. even more of people who didn't survive. Yeah. That's... And, like, there's a famous one that I think is on Netflix of a Disney crew member that oh, went shit. missing aboard oh, the ship. No. And, like, wow. there was a lot of intrigue. Like, she bought tickets to somewhere. And she was, like, heard over the phone, like, having a fight with someone. Oh. They thought she was depressed. Oh, wow. They, like, there's no information on what happened. Oh, oh God! Yeah, she fell in. She straight Maybe. up fell in. Because yeah. like, or she's or... somewhere on a Disney ship that we'll never see. And Disney covered it up. Or she was pushed. Capital <laughs> M. Because no one dies on Disney property. No, I've heard that. no one has ever. Um. Yeah. So, my sister is never allowed to listen to this podcast. Oh, good. <laughs> that is for this. Not for this story, but because she will feel vindicated by the <laughs> stories that Emily has told. So when I was a junior in high school, um, my grandparents took my family and I on a cruise um, around the Mediterranean. And I was junior in high school, fucking 17, I think, sure. at that sure. point. Sure, as one um, is. 17. Yeah. And so that made my little sister 10. And so we were at a stop in Mykonos, and um, we oh. had walked around. We like had gone in the water. It was great. My sister's whole thing that when we were when whenever we were on a beach is that she wanted to find shells. She wanted to find um, different like sea life sure. kind of stuff. That's um, fun. And so she found a sand dollar. And, um, so my parents are like, oh, when, when we go back to the ship, you can put that out on the, on, on our balcony, you know, it'll dry it out. It'll make it look nice. Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. Um, and so my mom, my dad, my grandmother and I are like, well, we still want to do some shopping. So we're going to wander around. 
Um, and then my grandpa was like, oh, I'll take Will and Jane back to the ship. Not a problem. They can throw on their swimsuits, then I'll go sit by the pool with them. Jeez. So my grandparents had a suite in the back of the ship. We were, like, more towards the middle. And so my brother and sister ran off to go change. They were going to go meet Poppy later. Um, so Will and I had our stuff on the inside room, but our parents had the opposite room. Because we didn't deserve a balcony because we were young. And that's of fine. Of course, yeah. <laughs> I we agree with that logic. It. Yeah. Um, and so Will went into our room and Jane went into our parents' room. And Jane was like, oh, I'm going to put this out on the balcony. And she did not realize mm. that the balcony door locks when it oh. oh no and so will is like banging on our parents door like jane come on we gotta go like i want to go swimming this is annoying and so jane is like trying to like get in back into the room all this shit she swears and this is like the funniest part of the story because she like to this day she's 23 <laughs> at this point but she swears that she could have lived if she had dove off the, off of the balcony. We were at port. The water is very <gasps> shallow there. There are lots of yeah, rocks. Yeah, yeah. So she's so smart. She ended up being able to, like, signal to people in the bridge because you could see them. Oh. And so she, like, got their attention and was able to signal to them, like, what room she was in. So That's Will amazing. had gone to go find, like, a, a crew member or something. And then, and then like, one of the bridge had sent someone down to get her out. So oh that's that's the God. story of how my sister almost jumped off a cruise ship. But she maintains to this day that she would have lived. That I is amazing. I disagree that she would have no, lived. No, I yeah, disagree as well. That's what we try to tell her. But every yeah. time she's so, like, no, I think I'd be fine. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast against Dr. Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Not yet. Oh, God. Yeah, you can be a doctor in our hearts. Um, yeah, yeah, Dr. Rhett does not recommend <laughs> that her, their Rhett own does sister. Not recommend, and the experts are supporting this. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Um, termination. That's the th Okay. I love. Here's. If I were your sister. Yeah. And I like your sister. So yeah. I'm hoping that this is it. She's holding on to this. Like, yeah, she, she will is. say that until she is. Dead. Yeah. Like she'll say, I could have lived because that's funny as hell. Like her. That's a funny position to have. Her dying <laughs> words are going to be, if I had jumped, I would have lived. Yes. <laughs> like, that's it. Absolutely. And, you know what? Comedy gold. Good for her. <laughs> it's just sometimes it. it's important to be practical about the fact that you would not have lived <laughs> as a 10 year old jumping off of a balcony into shallow water. I just thought she didn't actually do it. It would have it very much ruined cruises for me. Yeah. yeah. And it Maybe. also probably would have ruined that cruise because you would have gotten in trouble with the staff of the cruise because jumping, surprisingly, Against the rules. Against the rules. Yeah. Against the cruise rules. But I imagine, like, if you die, they're not going to go to the family and be like, meh, meh, meh. Um, like, you guys are banned forever? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It depends. Because, like, there's been, in my lookings of this this week, mm -hmm. there's been some, like, not-so-nice responses from cruise ships for people who've jumped or have been sure. overserved and like jumped. Or well, where they're like, this is your fault. Yeah, we are not at fault. We are not responsible for this. We are not paying you anything. Yeah. That's my, well, I believe the overserved thing is, is debatable, but like, I think if somebody falls overboard, like, it doesn't, it's not necessarily anybody's fault. Like, yeah. it's the person's fault, but like, it, that was a mistake too. It's not the cruise ship's fault for having a tall ship. 
Like you and, knew and that ex- when you signed on. Right. And the person didn't do it on purpose. So this is just a shitty accident that nobody should get to sue anyone for. I'm sorry. <laughs> like <laughs> for once, can we not? No, absolutely not. Also now Have that you I'm... met Americans? No, you're right. Now that I'm sufficiently angry. Um. You're welcome. Can I have the Prosecco? Let's do the Prosecco. You know what? Actually, yeah. Let's harp noise. I'll grab a beer because I want a little bit more of that, but I want a beer too. That's the ASMR experience everybody's hoping for. That's great. Thanks. That was really aggressive. Do you want to ASMR us into a harp noise? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how, but please. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh no, she's gonna do the fucking whistle tone. <laughs> oh no, that's the opposite of ASMR. <laughs> it's the opposite of ASMR. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like when uh, a clown squeezes its nose. <laughs> I have headphones on, and it's like if a clown squeezes his nose inside of your brain. That's what it's like. we're back and we're still terrible yeah we're we've never stopped being terrible we don't know how somebody please tell us um i can tell you oh no no you can't yes i fucking can okay tell me you decided you were my enemy oh yeah therefore retroactively you have always been awful Whoa, 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 whoa. I thought I was learning how to stop being awful. Do I have to to stop being your enemy? Yes. That's pretty rude. Just saying, like, maybe I want to do that. Maybe I'm good at it. Do you guys want to, like, should I leave? No, no, I think we need a professional. You're you're a therapist, right? So, like, you can... (laughs) Not for whatever bullshit this is. I think we're pretty childish. (laughs) You know what? That's fair. Yeah, right? All right. Y'all ready for this? I wasn't ready for that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. One second. The face. The back half of this show is always buck fucking wild. Yeah. (laughs) It's something. Let's do this. All right. This one's going to, this is weird too. Great. Kinky. Let's do it. It's January. It, this can be kinky if you want. No. I'm not here to judge you. No. Continue. It's January. 1999. Ooh. I know. I Party was nine. Like it. Me too. Nice. Party no, like it. I was it. about to turn nine. Oh, uh, there we go. So, Mary Neal is a doctor. She's an orthopedic spinal surgeon. Hello, Mary. Yeah, she's got four goddamn kids. Welcome Ooh. to the show. Yes. And um, she has a husband and money. So she goes on a trip. Mm. That's what people who have money in the 90s and the doctors do. Yeah. They, um, her husband and her decide uh, they're going to leave their kids with a nanny. Whoa. That's the kind of money we're talking. And uh, they go on a week-long trip to Chile to do some kayaking. Uh Uh-oh. What color are these people, Emily? White! (laughs) (laughs) The most 90s white person nonsense I have ever fucking Leave your kids with a nanny. Go on a week-long kayaking trip in Chile. Like, you know you can, like, 
you don't have to go all the way to Chile to go kayaking. But when you're white with money, you do. You do, though. Because you need to make people feel subservient to you. And to be very fair, um... And, like, it's wrong to do that in the U.S., I guess. (laughs) We're... (laughs) I guess. It is easier to do it when you feel like a tourist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and to be fair there, though, like, the kayaking there is really good. These people are, like, whitewater kayakers oh, so okay. we're talking rapids we're talking waterfalls like shit's really cool yeah they're we're quite good at danger. it yes for real so this is the real stuff and so they're they've done their their homework is the thing so they know exactly where they're going they spend the week doing different runs as they call it of kayaking down like different parts of different rivers and they know where all the the waterfalls are supposed to be. Like they know the dangers they're going to hit, mm-hmm. so that uh, they can approach them correctly because okay. that's very important in kayaking. Okay. Um. Where did they turn wrong? So. They got the, drunk and fell off the cruise ship. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is, they got on a cruise and they just <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> they argued. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just they. There's probably a really good amount of technique that goes into this. Yeah, so sure. I just wanted to because I, I don't know much about it, but sure, I can appreciate the technique. But where the fuck did they go wrong? Yeah, well, <laughs> so I'll I'll make sure this background is a little bit good. So you can kayak off a waterfall. You can mm-hmm. do that. Sure. It seems like you shouldn't be able to, but you can. I watched some videos. Oh, people are cool. Cause, are you okay? okay? This. <laughs> so, so it's important though that the waterfall, like the the water, has to be moving fast enough off the waterfall that it has what what she calls outflow. Okay. Um, so that it it comes the water comes away from the the wall, the cliff wall, and like sprays outward, so that you ride that downward. Yeah. And you, there's probably a lot more to it than that, but like you have to be able to. Like, go, it has to come outward so you can ride that down in, like, an arc as opposed to straight down. Yeah, straight down is bad. Yeah, it's not great. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's not ideal. I think they wouldn't be kayaking down one of those. Right. So. Ideally. Yes. So, Mary's part of a group, and they're all on this one part. It's, like, their last day on the river, because, of course, it is. Everything goes fine until the last day. They're two days from retirement, and... (laughs) So they they decided, like, they know that there's a waterfall coming up, and it's kind of a weird boy, so they decided, like, there's this other section, this smaller section of the falls that they're going to go off of that's kind mm-hmm. of, like, less of a big deal. Uh-oh. So they're all preparing to do that. Mary pulls over, she approaches, pulls over to the side of the river where, like, the current isn't so strong, and, like, waits to, to angle her approach correctly. And while she's waiting, like, just she pushes herself off to get ready to go, and somebody else... like shoots past her like they didn't stop themselves something happened so they just shoot past themselves and then like their kayak gets turned horizontal and blocks the small part of the falls where everyone is supposed to go so now mary is already moving the current's taken her and she can't go the way she meant to go so she ends up going down the big part of the falls which is not good. It's not what you want. It's not a good time. No. Uh-oh. You're going to have a bad time, Mary. Not what I expected. Yeah. So A literal twist. Right? Quote, I knew I was going to have a problem as soon as I crested the waterfall and realized there was no outflow. So imagine, though, like I was like shitting bricks because that would scare the shit out of me. Like you're coming to the edge of a thing and you just mm. see it and you know there's no way you can't ride it. There's no way to ride yeah, it. You gotta go just boop. You're going down. Yeah. You just shit your pants. You just shit your pants <laughs> to death, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, so, 
she goes over and immediately like the kayak is pinned by the water against the rock face yeah and she's like moving downward still Mm -hmm. but she's against the rock and water is just pouring over her and she reaches the bottom and the boat is stuck there underwater like the kayak is straight up it can't it doesn't have enough buoyancy sure against the 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 power yeah yeah, of this water and uh quote i did all the usual things to free myself and free the boat and none of them worked the current which had ripped off my helmet and my life jacket was slowly sucking my body out of the boat over the cockpit of the boat so she's like like pressed horizontal to the front of the kayak and she says i can feel my legs breaking ah I w- huh. yeah i was thinking because she's a doctor she's like, i was thinking about which bones might be breaking which ligaments might be ripping and in another version of like her telling the story she says i realized i should have been screaming but i wasn't was it because so, you were underwater, Mary? I mean, yeah, there's that. I was like, Mary, honey, you can't. But that's not why. Technically, <laughs> you can. You could try. It's bad. It's not going to be great. Yeah, you're going to get that's the water up, air. up in your lungs and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, this is where it gets a little weird. Mary describes that while this is happening, she begins to feel this overwhelmingly comforting presence holding her and telling her over and over that it's going to be okay. She thinks of her husband and her children, and she is reassured that they will be fine. Okay, Taylor. And she thinks about what is happening to her body, and she's reassured that that's so also fine. Do you fine have, like, this new matter. thing that you love to find uh-huh. of people who get lost in the woods or have horrible things happen to them in the woods or in the water? <laughs> this is and not... <laughs> have a guardian angel of sorts? This is not um what we talked about. I think it was third, third man something, third man yeah. syndrome. Like, this is not quite that, but it is exactly that weird, maybe okay. weirder. Okay. So, yes... I watched Mary tell this story like a few different places. So things she chooses to mention are like, or are edited out, are slightly different in places. Okay. So she always mentions, though, that as she's like being pressed and she can't fucking breathe and everything's happening, she feels her spirit, and she does this with her hands, peel away from her body. Like, like her hands peel apart from each other as if her body is one thing and her spirit just sort of drifts away from it. And her body is pushed further down by the current, and she says, quote, and then I was free. So this is a near-death experience story, obviously. Well, never knew water <laughs> was powerful enough to push the spirit out of your body. Evidently. Either Same. that or just the dying that you do inside the water might do that to you, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Damn. So, this story, I guess, might be known to some people. It's possible because this woman, Mary, has been talking about this experience all over the place for 20 fucking years. So. I'd never heard it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That makes me happy. Where I saw it, actually, was on the opening. It's the opening story on the first episode of Surviving Death, a documentary series on Netflix. Mm. It's fun, actually. I'm interested. Yeah. I watched the first two eps. Um. It's great. I like it. The The weird interstitial stuff they put in to sort of illustrate things is well done. It's not so over the top. Love it. So, Mary's also written two fucking books. She's done interviews on fucking the own network YouTube channel. She has a TED Talk. She did a sermon. Like, she's around. Yeah. So, everything she talks about stems from what happens to her here. Quote, I felt no pain, no fear, no panic. I felt more alive than I've ever felt. My spirit was then released up to the heavens. I was immediately greeted by a group of somethings. 
I don't know what to call them. I didn't recognize any of them, but I knew that they had been important in my life story somehow, like a grandparent who died before I was born. They were so overjoyed to welcome me and greet me and love me. These beings started taking me down this pathway. The pathway was very thick, thickly covered with hundreds of thousands of flowers. It was exploding with every color in the universe. There was an absolute shift of time and dimension. I experienced all of eternity in every second, and every second expanded into all of eternity. Whoa. I know. I was like, damn, bitch. You've been explaining this for so long, you know exactly what to say, huh? Like, that was really weird. <laughs> hey. It's you crazy. You gotta be good at something. Right. And when she's not being a doctor, she's I good guess at she... explaining this experience. Yeah. I think, like... Like, okay, so this is from the Netflix documentary, which was from 2020. And so it's clear she's had practice telling the story because, like, there she's just sort of like, this is what happened. I watched also her telling basically the same story in 2012 on YouTube. And, like, you watch her have a really hard time trying to explain. You know how, like, if you have a dream and you try to explain that dream later, Mm -hmm. it's like, that's not quite right. I don't have the words for it. I'm like, oh, I guess you you kind of look like a lizard, but also you were kind of the checkout clerk at festival. Like, you can't can't quite get it right. I think that's it for her there. Hey, Taylor. Yeah. (laughs) What's up? (laughs) How are your dreams? Have you had that dream? No, I that wish was I did. That was oddly specific. It was just a dope. Okay. was just dope improv by me. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no, yeah. So, like, but you know what that's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. So, clearly she's had trouble in the past, and I think she's just settled on a way to explain things. But who knows if that's exactly right. I don't think you can capture this in actual words. Yeah. So, um, she, <laughs> she says things like, it was every color and the space itself was just exploding with love. And you can tell like, she's having a hard time deciding if that's right or not, but we're going to go with what she says. She's doing her best. So these beings that are with her, they uh, like, they take her, she like to what she reluctantly calls this gigantic field surrounded by a dome that was brilliant. She's shimmering and brilliant and beautiful. And that is where, In the 2012 one, she mentions, we are all given the opportunity to choose God or turn away for eternity. Yeah. So I'm just going to say, like, in the 2020 documentary, she ain't mentioning God that much. I think they were probably like, we're not here to talk about how religious you are right now. We need to reel that in. Yeah. But in other contexts, she's like, I felt fucking God's love, dude. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) So... In the 2020 documentary, she says, I had an overwhelming sense of being home, but at the same time, I could look back at the river where my body was still submerged underwater. So the people she was kayaking with obviously saw that shit fucking happen, and they've been searching for her at the base of the waterfall, and they can't locate her. Like, either she's been pushed by the current somewhere downriver, or she's still under there at a place they can't reach, stuck, they don't know... And it's been 15 fucking minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah. So she says, quote, as we are, at that point, we have given up rescue. Mm -hmm. They had shifted over to a body recovery mode, which happens. Like, they're just trying to find her now. They know she's dead. Did the dude who blocked the smaller waterfall feel bad? I, you know, I never heard because it's from her, right? Like, I bet she 
probably it was a woman and i bet like she was probably just like oh holy shit like that's on I me that's on someone. me forever yeah I just killed someone. my friend too like yeah. they were all friends so this sucks um but so yeah they're they're searching and they can't find her and from what i understand like her husband was on this trip but not on this run like oh, they don't Jesus. mention him at all yeah yeah so when one of the other kayaks sees her like life jacket bob up in the water like a little ways down river they're like Maybe her husband would want that. Like, if that's all we find, Mm -hmm. we should bring that back to him. So he goes to retrieve it. And as he's wading through the water to get it, he, like, his legs run into Mary's body. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's stuck below the surface still, but at least they fucking found her. Yeah. So Mary, in the heaven space, surrounded by beauty and love and acceptance... She watches her friends, like, pull her out of the water and begin CPR. It's been, girls, man, like 20 minutes. So one of her friends there is an EMT, and he describes her as blue, waxy, no heartbeat, no breathing, cold to the touch, dead. She's fucking dead. She calls herself like her eyes are open and fixed. She is gone. (laughs) Like, no bueno. But they start CPR anyway, because you gotta, yep. you gotta try, well. you gotta you fucking try. Well. Yep. Yeah. He, she hears one of her friends tell her to come back and take a breath because he knows she's still here. And according to Mary, although she knows this is happening, she's already been reassured that like her family will be fine. It's okay for her to move on. And so she's like, "No, I'm not coming back. I'm sorry, I gotta go. This place, like straight up fucks, like it rules. <laughs> and I'm gonna stay here. It slaps. Yeah, it slaps hard." And this is where I belong, and I'm going to stay here. I'm not coming back. But unfortunately for Mary in that moment, she feels the mood of the being around beings around her shift. Like, they're so, like, jubilantly happy that she's there at first. But as they're watching this happen, they become sad. And they tell her, mm, like, actually, like, you have to, like, this is so awkward. Like, you do have to go. Um... <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, ooh, ooh, we thought for a second, but actually, no, you do have to. You, you can't get... sit with us, Gretchen! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is, listen, this is embarrassing. Yeah. Um, we did get rid of your seat. Yeah. <laughs> no. You forgot to wear pink on Wednesdays, so. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like that, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely what was said. It's definitely 100% what was said. <laughs> so, like many stories like this, Mary is told that she has more work to do on Earth. Mm. That this is not her time. Go spread the good word. Exactly. So this sucks. She's mad. She's like, no, I, you can't make me go. I'm not going. And they're like, no, we can. And you're going. <laughs> Shabai! <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, but there's a reason. And so they give her, they don't give her a ton of detail, but she does say that like, The the beings tell her some specifics about the work she is meant to continue in life. Namely, that she needs to speak about her experience. Spread the good word. Exactly. Be about God now, thanks. Congrats. I should say, like, Mary says in one of these things that she's, um, she was, like, she went to church, but for her, like, going to church was sort of the extent of it. She only thought about, like, God and religion every Sunday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's it. So... This is like this. This is like a tipping point of like be, suddenly being much more religious for this lady, for sure. Mm-hmm. And okay, so she's walking out. She's ready to go. She doesn't really have a choice. She's leaving, and they're like, "Okay, one last thing. Your son's gonna die soon. Okay, <gasps> bye." And then at this point, <laughs> shut up. Yeah, dude. 
It's fucking super weird. Anyway, so that's like the last thing. They're like, okay, peace. And <laughs> P.S. Say goodbye. Yeah. Say goodbye to your eldest. Okay. Um, so Holy fuck. By this point, Mary's body has been without oxygen for 25 minutes. That's really long. That's a bad time. That's almost full brain death. That's like, yeah, it's not great. So that's not a thing you survive generally. Nope. It's just not. Nope. Ever. But Mary, <laughs> she's like, she gets back into her body. She opens her eyes by the side of the river. She takes a breath. And they're like, what the fuck? She has multiple broken bones and torn ligaments in her legs. She's purple and bloated. And this group is in the middle of fucking nowhere. Not great. But they put her body on one of the kayaks and they use it to get her like back up the cliff and then onto a trail that will lead to a road. And their plan is like one of them is going to run ahead and like find a fucking tractor or like a horse drawn cart, whatever they can do to get her somewhere where she can get help. But because the miracles are not done for Mary, (laughs) they get to this dirt road and there's a fucking ambulance there. There's just an ambulance. No. Yeah. Apparently, there's just a fucking ambulance. I don't have anyone refuting this woman's story. All I have is her word, and there's an ambulance. It's 1999. It's southern fucking Chile, and there's an ambulance just sitting there. So they put her in there, and she gets uh, to the hospital. Hey, God called me and said you needed this. (laughs) Hey, I I got a call from, I think, like, um, an angel that had a million eyes (laughs) and, like, 17 wings and was a circle. I heard it and in their voice. A <laughs> you know what? It was a FaceTime. Super the... <laughs> ahead of its time, but it was a FaceTime. I got a fa- somehow I I got a future phone that called an angel. No, you know it was on a flip phone. Yeah, <laughs> they did. They did fucking, a video. On a Gabriel, phone. six six heads. <laughs> the lion one is telling you to get on over there. <sighs> so, oh. whatever. I guess this happened. So. <laughs> Mary's brought to the hospital. The doctors tell her husband that she probably won't survive the night. Yada, yada, yada. Of course she does. She's fucking blessed. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. I guess she can actually have that on her wall. Yeah, yeah. right? She's the only like, one. she's the only one. She's the only mm-hmm. fucking one. She's the only one that's okay. She started it. She put that decal up there and every we other basic bitch was like, oh. <laughs> I, I wish I was hashtag blessed. Yeah. Oh, I bet I could pretend I am. So... The only other, the only other crazy, okay, this is the craziest thing to me anyway, is that like, not only is her survival extremely unlikely, but like to have your brain have no oxygen for 25 mm-hmm. minutes and not have brain damage. Yeah. Not be, wild. yeah, not be like a vegetable person. Yeah. Um, is nuts. She's fine. She, d- she has no brain damage. She still to this day is working as a doctor like <laughs> she's a spine surgeon. Like no. what she says in the in the documentary is like if you ask my kids, like maybe they'll say I have some brain damage. But like <laughs> it was kind of funny. But yeah. I, but she was like I never I made a full recovery. Did she have to do like therapy? At she all? had like... to do physical therapy yeah. for her legs. Yes. Yeah. She yeah. had multiple um surgeries and uh, was in a cast for a while and had months and months of physical therapy okay. to relearn how to walk. That definitely happened. Yeah. But like. She doesn't mention having issues with memory or anything like that. Like, her brain is fine. She talks like this never happened. Like, she talks as if she, you know, is has always been just fine, never had a traumatic event happen to her brain ever. It's super weird. Uh, 
I don't trust her. <laughs> Thank you. Because we'll get that. So, oh, God, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not saying there's like a twist. I'm saying, though, that that is, I think, the discussion that needs to happen with this okay. woman. Wait. So. What happened to her son? Okay. That I will definitely get to. So note on the religiosity. Um, just, she gets, I, what she doesn't mention is whether, like, this changes the way she behaves and whether her family views her as different, like, anything. That episode talks a lot about, um, the, the sort of counseling for people who have been through near-death experiences. Sure. Um, one of the counselors they interview is like, yeah, people who have these experiences often have, um, a really hard time holding down jobs, keeping their marriages, and giving a shit. Imagine at that. all, right? Because they're like, hey, guys, death isn't so bad and I'm not afraid of it anymore. And also this is temporary and bullshit. So yeah. I don't want, I don't own anything. I don't want anything. I don't know who you are. I don't care. Like, I don't want a job. Why I would I go. do that? I want to see the world. And I want to go do things. Right. So like those people, they need help sometimes. Um, they don't talk about that with this woman. And as far, like, she's still married. She's still got her kids. I have no idea if she ever had any fallout from suddenly being like, God spoke to me. Guys. <laughs> like, hey, I think everything's if, changed. I think if I was one of her kids, I'd be like, oh, damn, my mom is that shit now. They say she's fine. I don't think she's fine. She went to Chile and came back fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> Some shit happened. I was too young to really know about it. All I know is that she is evangelical now. And the nanny stayed for an extra week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the nanny was here for six months. What the fuck? So, I don't know. Either way, um, what the Netflix documentary does leave out is that that I heard in other sources is that Mary struggled enormously in the first weeks of her recovery and not just because her body was all broken and whatnot, but because she like, she felt attached to the other plane of existence mm -hmm. still and was having a really hard time coming to terms with the fact that she was still alive, that she didn't get to stay in this perfect, beautiful place. Um, and that apparently she wasn't allowed to just go back there because she had stuff to do. Like she was mad about it. <laughs> So she describes experiencing both places, like, sort of in and out, like she's in this liminal space and could mm -hmm. slip from one to the other um, over the next, like, week and a half following her rescue. And so she's, like, lying in the hospital bed. And at one point, she just finds herself in this beautiful field, sitting with an angel. And we spend, quote, we spend what seemed like hours but could have been minutes in earthly time, and we talked about all of the big questions that most people would think to ask. Why do bad things happen to good people? What's the meaning of life? She doesn't. She doesn't say the answers. By the way, no, because they're really controversial, yeah. and she doesn't know them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I was given a lot of information about the big questions, but when it was over, I was back in my hospital bed, and the first thing I did was call the nurse and ask what medication I was receiving because I was thinking it was pretty good medication. <laughs> <laughs> That's valid. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. She says she checks, like, she was told she was on antibiotics and probably some form of painkiller, obviously. I fucking hope so. She says she's not on narcotics at this point. She's checked her own medical re records, was not on narcotics. Yeah, they were probably not... doing, like, a high dose of, like, ibuprofen or something. Sure, like, was not, was not getting hallucinogenic shit, apparently. Yeah. So, um, she experiences this one more time, talks to the same angel in the same field, and this time, because she's sitting there being like, okay, but why me, though? Why don't... Why couldn't I have just died and gone to the cool place? Or why did this have to happen to me at all? And why am I now a mouthpiece? And so, like, she says, quote, I was still very unhappy. 
<laughs> I was still depressed that I was here on Earth. And so she talks to the angel one more time, and they talked about the details of a number of things, most of which has come to pass. Not all. <laughs> Some of the very specific things that, um, that were being asked of me in my return to Earth. At the end of this conversation, the angel tells her that this would be her last experience, and it was time to focus on Earth and, quote, being about the business of God. No, thank you. So there's also that. I, I reject that. I also reject that as well. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Um, I would like to quit the business of God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like but God's business and the way he runs shit. Here's the, here's the thing. I thought really great. And, you know, I don't understand personally the people who need who feel the need to share the message of God when the church itself is horrible. Yes. Yeah. I don't I mean look, I'm not going to um say that I understand either. I've been an atheist since uh, forever. But at the same time I do understand like I think there must be such enormous comfort in Absolutely. A, in this, especially when you have had an experience like this and you don't know how to explain it to yourself. That yeah. is something that So one half of my family is hyper religious catholic mm -hmm. sure. military like they are conservative catholics through and through gross anyway <laughs> yeah so like when my parents like died they were like oh well there was a greater purpose this was for the greater good you are so strong god good. has you he's going to get you through this mm -hmm. and i'm just like you can go fuck yourself yeah you know exactly right. what you want to hear like right. i want to tragedy. be angry right. and i want to be sad and i right. don't need you telling me that god's got this and right. maybe maybe if you had like all the same beliefs as them that would have been comforting to you but it's not comforting to people who just don't think that way nope. yeah. <laughs> like that sucks to hear yeah yeah um, I think, yeah, I, I don't know, um, if this woman has ever made somebody feel that way. I think, like, at least the way they tell her story in these different areas that I've seen, like, this is how she's processing it. And yeah, and everyone's hopefully, entitled. Right. I mean, she's done a TED Talk and shit. But, like, she's also sort of a motivational speaker about it. She doesn't mm -hmm. always do the religion thing so much as, like, the here's how to live your life without regrets type yeah. of thing. So I don't know. You, I, I'm very, 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 very torn about this woman, yeah. but I do find this story super interesting. Sure. <laughs> so now comes the part of my story that gets a little bit sad. Oh, wow. Um, Son. yeah. Oh, so wow. I mentioned that the beings told her while she was trapped, trapped in the water about her son's death. Yeah. And we're talking about her oldest son, William. He was nine years old when his mom died and came back. And so they they didn't give her an exact date or age that he would be, but she came away from the experience with a distinct belief that he would not live to be 18. That was just... And she just, like, lived with that. Like, she asked them why, too. And she was like, why? Why my son? Why is this happening? And they're like... Beauty comes of all things. Which I would have been like, fuck you. Yeah. Beauty does not come of my son dying, you asshole. Fuck you. What? Seriously. Um, hey, maybe God sucks. So, um, <laughs> so William was like around our age. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. He would have yeah. been born in 1990. So, yeah. 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 Holy oh shit. God. So. This is some bullshit. Um, Mary never tells anybody about this. I'm she shocked. just... Because, like, that's a shitty thing to do, I think, of just, like, hey, God told me you would die. Yeah. Like, that oh, sucks. Yeah. Or but, like, that's such a, like... 
hard thing to carry alone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And human nature is to seek a confidant. Yes. When when you believe what you've seen wholeheartedly, yeah. that's a hard you thing need to carry. To tell someone. Yeah. Well, I will say, she carries it, and then, like, Will, Will is approaching his 18th birthday. He's an avid skier. They're at, like, a ski race. Oh, God. And she knocks on his bedroom door one night before a race and is like, look. This is what happened. This is what I was told. According to her, he took it in stride. He kind of thought she was crazy. Like, he just didn't believe her. And he was like, yeah, okay, mom. All right. Yeah. Whatever the fucking beings told you, bud. Um, He's probably heard about it. Right. For the past, like, nine years. He's like, I love you, but you're fucking nut bar. (laughs) Like, holy shit. So Mary still worries. And he's not, you know, he's not there to comfort her. This is also about him. So only telling him. Weird. Um, but either way, she, quote, woke up every day hoping that the plan for my son's life had changed. And William did live to be 18 years old. So Mary said, like, as soon as he turned 18, she she relaxed, finally, thinking Oop. maybe the plan had changed. Uh-oh. Maybe he was safe now. She let her guard down. She let her guard down. And William was 20 and cross-country roller skiing with a friend when he was struck by a vehicle and killed instantly. Yeah, he did die. It was two years after she kind of thought he would be around, but she was, yeah, he did die and very suddenly and very accidentally in sort of a freak incident. Um, I have a question. Yeah. And maybe it's off topic. Uh What the fuck is cross-country roller skiing? Thank you. Thank you for asking. It is a cross-country skiing thing, but it's like dry land. You're kind of rollerblading, but the blades are very long. I know. I had to kind of look into it. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> but he was doing he loved skiing so much he would do not skiing he did he did warm weather skiing yeah. yes the Year man around skiing. the man yes. could not not be skiing <laughs> he had to fuck ski it. i'm sorry fucking white people will do anything. <laughs> you put a price tag on it they'll fucking do anything it's, it's so true it's absolutely true yep I mean, tragically, like, it was like a car was, like, not paying attention, looking at their phone. He was with a friend of his, and she, the car misses her and hits him. He dies immediately. It's pretty fucking shitty. Yeah, that's terrible. So, I am almost done here, though. Quote, my experience did not and does not protect me from grief. I love my son. I continue to love him more than I can imagine. But my near-death experience changes how I understand death. Death is not the final word. It's just the physical loss. I know my son is somewhere. And I know that I'll see him again. So like I mentioned before, Mary has written two books. They're called To Heaven and Back. And Seven Lessons from Heaven. Uh, I have to go lay down. Yeah, me too. That one gave me a headache. And you can look up a number of her interviews, a sermon, a bunch of shit online. Um, she's made a full recovery. She lives with her husband in Wyoming, um, where she practices medicine as an orthopedic spine surgeon still. So, um, that's Mary. I don't know what the fuck to think about her because I, this woman could just straight up fucking be lying. Yeah. Absolutely could just be lying. Absolutely. That's the Occam's razor of it to me, an atheist. Yeah. (laughs) Is like, honey... Your brain um, exploded with endorphins upon uh, almost death, and you interpreted it in a weird way, the way we interpret dreams, and um, then everything else you're lying about. <laughs> like, <laughs> And I mean, like, coming to consciousness, your brain fills in the blanks. 
Right. And if sure. you were raised in religion, like, you could have some guilt, maybe. Right. Yeah. Or even your brain could have used that symbology to say, hey, this is this, this, is, this is what happened. This is how you will understand what right. happened. Yeah. Or, I don't know, this all fucking happened to her, all of it, even her drifting in and out yeah. in her hospital bed. And she, as far as I know, hasn't used it to swindle anybody yeah. or hurt anyone. It's just how she understands her life. But it's nut bar. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really interesting thought. It's a really interesting story. It's just like, she's she's one of the more famous near-death experience people out there that I've seen anyway and it's mm -hmm. I'm just glad like it doesn't seem like she's a horrible person right. at all seems like she has some interesting perspectives but wow <laughs> I mean I wonder if it kind of comes down to just everybody is going to experience death and life and shit differently mm -hmm. you know if if you believe in an afterlife great it's waiting for you if you're like nope nothing happens after you die great go to sleep yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> that was I. Rem I still remember. I don't know how he got in trouble with this. I uh, didn't get in trouble. Is like my chemistry teacher once walking between the aisles, like handing out paperwork, being like, "I don't really understand the point. If you think that you're gonna like go to heaven, that's rad for you. If you think you're you die and nothing happens, then you're not gonna know about it, huh? <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> like, what's the point of being afraid? Yeah, yeah. If you die, you die. It's, right. Mm, like I don't. Happens need someone to save my soul if I don't believe the same things that they believe because right. they're right projecting <laughs> right onto other people and that's mm -hmm. something that I found a lot with like super hyper religious people is it's just projection mm -hmm. of their own fears and insecurities sure that like and then they don't understand when you don't have it how you can't right and then they get mad at you the nicest version of that is always like people People who are super secure in their beliefs and their religion and it makes them feel better don't understand why you wouldn't want to just feel better like right, that. Right, right. So, but, but you could know. You could know for sure you that Jesus loves you. Give God don't you want to? your life. You? Yeah. You? <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, but, for sure. mm. If you put these big decisions in God's hands, it takes it out of your hands, which relieves you of your burden and you've passed that on to God. Mm -hmm. Like. No, I like that burden. Thank you. I like being in control of my burden. Jesus, you better not take that fucking wheel. I will elbow you in <laughs> the throat, is sir. <laughs> I have my... a box cutter in my car. Don't fuck with me. If I am going to drive over the median, I'm going to do it myself. Bye, <laughs> <Hi>, Jesus. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my car, Jesus. Suck and roll, bitch. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my car, Jesus. It's a t-shirt. It is. That is a t-shirt. On the back, it says, tuck and roll this. <laughs> I would like that shirt. Yeah, me too. Let's make that shirt. That be our first podcast shirt. Yeah. I can't believe that's it. After, after everything. After everything. <laughs> that makes me happy, though. I, I agree that, like, if everybody was just chill. Yeah. Like, what if What if everybody was just, like, fucking cool about it? Yeah. Wow. If only. Imagine. Imagine all the people no, shut up. Get just out of my house. being really chill. <laughs> you, <laughs> like... <laughs> you can't. Because <laughs> people are terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to think about this woman's story. If this is if this is real for her, that's cool. There's yeah. a there were tons of, I recommend watching this, by the way. It was really interesting. There's tons of other people that they interview like in little blips. 
um, about their experiences too. And one man who like had a terrible relationship with his father his whole life and his dad died and they never had a good conversation. He has this near death experiences experience and his dad's there and he gets to tell him he loves him. And like, and then his dad's like, you gotta go. I love you too, but we'll see each other again. And this is going to be okay. And he gets to walk away from that experience for the rest of his life, feeling like he fixed the thing he fucked up. Yeah. Which is incredible for him. That, yeah. <laughs> Mentally. Here's the, like, here's the thing. The brain is weird. It's it's a big I've ball of weird. Yeah. I've had yeah. weird-ass dreams where I've, like, seen my parents and have been able to, like, say things or, like, feel a hug or, mm-hmm. like, all of that shit. And, like, there's so much of our brain that's unmapped. Yeah. Right. Imagine your brain dying and it's doing whatever brains do when they die because we kind of only a little bit know. Yeah. Like... Like, there's so much about the brain that we don't know. Yeah. So... I find brains terrifying. We are scared. We should be scared of ourselves. We should be scared of ourselves. We don't make any sense to us, which is weird. people don't fully understand. On this podcast, we're scared of our own brains. (laughs) Yeah. I think that might be the most poignant statement, though, maybe ever said, is that on this podcast, we're scared of our own brains. (laughs) Of course we are. Fair. We're scared of our own brains and our Google search history. Sometimes our brains don't even let us make this podcast. That That sucks. And I I think that, like, that's a really good thing to keep in mind. Like, I think we give our brains a lot of power in a place that maybe it doesn't always deserve that because you are not your brain. Right. You always think with your stomach. Because you... That's what I'm taking away from this. Can okay. I think with my butt? <laughs> you were going to do gonna that anyway. Hard a lot. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, we believe the things that our brain tells us that aren't necessarily true. That's where you're going to get, like, intrusive and cognitive distortions and yeah. telling your brain, like, no, I'm not a shitty person just because I messed up this one thing. It's, it's good to fight back against your brain sometimes. It's so interesting because, like, you are, like, in a way you are your mind. You have to have the thoughts to have the thoughts. But yeah. sometimes the thoughts are wrong and bad and you have to know right. that too. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> it's fucking weird. It's it's really just understanding that just because you think something doesn't mean it's true. Yeah. Hey, that's reasonable. Hey, racist. I have to. Yeah. Like... <laughs> that's one for you too. Just because you... <laughs> Just because you think something doesn't mean it's true. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Liz has told me this story about a guy that, like, one of our friends met at a comedy show who was convinced that women, like, if you showed them the picture of a full moon, they would immediately start menstruating. So, like, people can believe... No, yeah, right. And this is, and this is why I have to go on a weekly rant about how words mean things and you can't just say things and make them real. My mind is so fucking blown. I'm fucking. I've been destroyed by that. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, she told me this like two or three years ago, and I still, to this day, weekly have to like think about it and then have to tell somebody about how words are real. And yes, language shifts, and that is wonderful and important, but you can't just say anything and be like, that's true, because I said it. Right. I saw it once. In a post on Facebook by someone just I've, as fucking stupid as me. I've never interacted with a woman. Look at this moon. Are you menstruating? Batman is a time traveler. And he he comes, he comes from the era when we just first built trains and they were like, women can't get on trains because their uteruses will stay in place while they move forward. Yes. It's, the same, kill them. it's the same level well, of shit. Well, like, that's the reason why they didn't send women into space right away. Because they were like, oh, their uteruses are going to fill with blood and they'll die. 
Why? Or they send her with like over a hundred tampons. For a week. A hundred tampons. There's my a fucking question, great my TikTok question, song. TikTok is great. <laughs> my fucking question about that, and it's the only thing I can think of whenever <laughs> that thing is brought up, is was she even fucking on her period? Probably right. not. <laughs> no. Right. Probably like, not. <laughs> is this enough tampons? So I think the takeaway from this. <laughs> Sorry, I just is... totally derailed that shit. No, I no, love no. it. No, no, no. Are you important. kidding? That's all we do. It's fine. <laughs> Education <sighs> is still relevant in this, the year of our Satan 2021. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think, look, just, yeah, listen to experts when they say things um, because they know more than you and your thoughts are sometimes bad and terrible and wrong. Sometimes <laughs> your thoughts are just wrong. Just because you believe a thing doesn't mean it's true. However, if you believe a thing and you're not hurting anybody with it, then yeah. who gives a fuck? So yeah, is that, are we good? Are we good? At this point in the podcast, um, we normally say that you should be like our survivors. Nope. You shouldn't be like no, any no. single no. Do not. one of your Do people. Not. Yeah, no. Do not drink and cruise. Do not drink and cruise. Do not lean over the side of a fucking cruise ship, you, you dumb see, piece of shit. Here's the thing. <laughs> Maybe everybody who Go on it. YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you can see the waves You can there. see the waves on YouTube. Maybe everybody on a cruise ship should wear, like, the backpacks with the, with yeah. the leashes on them. Yes. They should just have a zip <laughs> yes. line. Yes! Then you have to hook up to. I would zip line like around bumper a cruise cars. Ship. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and like, then you can just do the, like, the swinging, like, wee! Instead of walking places, you just get to kind of swing yourself around the ship. Oh, I my go God. On that cruise. I would lose my mind. And like, I'm actually a huge fan. Cut it, print it, sell it. We're going to be millionaires. Harder, better, faster, stronger. And then stronger. at the very Thank top you. of the ship, they'll do the swing thing. Oh, yeah. That yep. turns you, like, sideways. Yeah. So much vomiting. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and then they push a button, and it lets it go. If I you're love a sh- <laughs> if, you're a, if you're a shitty person, yeah. they want you off the boat. Yeah. I love this. I love it. It chooses one seat. Let's it's have like our, Hunger Games. Let's have our own cruise line. Let's just have our own cruise line. Okay. We get it. We're going to call it... <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna call it Titanic, and then put <laughs> the foreign version. With the foreign version in parentheses afterwards. <laughs> I if you're going just... to reenact the thing, you must be naked. <laughs> That's what the sign says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like all of the railings need to be covered in glass <laughs> or like plexiglass, so leave... it's not breaking. Yes. Yeah. And there's little steam machines that go. <laughs> we need we we leave old timey cars with steam yeah. machines inside yeah. them just everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> they have like little do not disturb signs yeah. on them. Yeah. And there's one steamy machine yes. for like the people who are really into like doing it in public mm-hmm. on one of the railings so that yep. it'll still fog up the glass so 100%. that people can Oh my god, the entire ship is just enclosed in all steamy glass that well, everyone like, is just doing the handprint thing. There's gotta be little There's gotta be little portholes so that people can still stick their heads out and look down, but it's safe. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Gotcha, gotcha, That's gotcha. the only so way we should allow that. Down while and you're then, getting fucked. Yeah, and, and then and then get fucked from behind. Love yeah. it, love it, love yeah. it. Yeah. Men can only do it if they are getting pegged. That's it. <laughs> We do make the rules. <laughs> we do. It's ours. We do it's make the rules. This is the Titanic, the porn rules. This is Titanic, the porn version. <laughs> if you do the thing, you have to be naked. Exceptions will be made for the specific type of lesbians that have never been penetrated. <laughs> Understood. Understood. Right. I love that. But they still, something needs to be happening. Yeah. You like, need to be need bent to be over. on somebody's face. You need to be bent over for a reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're looking out the window, something sexual has to happen. Yeah. Um, I guess you should maybe 
be like Mary, but I don't think she wants to know about this. Or no, wishes this no, didn't no, exist. Mary will never hear this. So sorry, Mary Hun. Um, <laughs> we didn't know it was going porn. But I guess in addition to joining our cool cruise line, <laughs> buy our t-shirt. <laughs> buy our t-shirt. Get the fuck out of my car, Jesus! Tuck and roll. <laughs> <laughs> you should also never ever forget your can of mm. 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 gasoline. Yeah, we haven't done that one in a while. Fucking gasoline. Let's do it. <laughs>